Welcome, abundant babe. I have been waiting for you, and I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her intuitive divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of woo and always a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in this sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, vision alignment coach, and holistic nutritionist. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, Abundant Babes Tribe. It is Viola Hug here, and this week you have yours truly all to yourself, sharing episode six of the Abundant Babes podcast. So welcome back. Thank you to everyone who is listening uh, as a repeat listener, and to everyone who is a new listener. Hello, I'm Viola. Awesome to have you here. I so appreciate it, and I commend you as well for taking the time for yourself, for listening to something that can help grow your mind and help you raise the level of standard in your life. So that is freaking awesome. I am currently in a creative nook, so my husband and I, we were craving some alone time. For those of you who haven't been following my story much, we are currently like in a limbo status. We've been living in America for a few months and came back home to New Zealand where my family lives. And my husband is from New Zealand as well. I'm like this weird Canadian-New Zealander-German hybrid thing. (laughs) And um, we've been awaiting news about moving to Germany, which we finally received. And we finally got a date about when we'll be moving, which is going to be in June. So we're super excited about that. And we're super excited to have a date for that now. Because in between, we've kind of just been like hanging out in New Zealand, not knowing, you know, if we could be leaving in a week, we could be leaving in a month. We had no idea, really. So... It's been like this craziness and awesomeness and we've been staying with family and there's so many good things to say about that. But we were also craving a little bit of alone time and just some space where we can be on our own and be creative and get a lot of our creative projects done that we've been needing to do and have, you know, silence for in our own space. And lo and behold, we manifested this incredible house that we are able to stay in for two weeks and just let all those creative juices flow. And it's beautiful. Like it's got an entire panoramic view of um, the bay out here down in Wellington, New Zealand. For any of you who know it, it is so beautiful. And um, it's got a pool and a spa and big open spaces. And it's just exactly what we needed. And we've had a fun few days as well, because Um, Since we've been here, I've kind of just been having small little reminders about what incredible manifestors we are and really how it is easy and I don't know if the word's easy actually, but the concept is definitely simple and what we're capable of is 
fully like a hundred percent up to us that we are capable of manifesting whatever it is we want and we can do it in quick succession. So the first night that we are here, we are looking out at the panoramic views and we were speaking with Nick's family who was over for dinner and we were just thinking about how incredible the view is, but also how incredible it would be on a stormy day as well. Like if there was thunder and lightning, like black out all the lights look at the thunder and lightning and lo and behold the next night we get a thunder and lightning storm and it was as incredible as we thought it would be it was amazing and that was just you know one of the small things that happened that was just reminding me of this incredible power that we do have within ourselves and I wanted to talk a little bit about that with you guys today so I heard this story and I'm sure all of you have heard this story before of Icarus so that's that whole story of the father and the son who created these wings out of feathers and wax and the son was told not to fly too high to the sun otherwise the wax would melt and he would fall and die and I'm sure you've heard this story before of course the son does not listen he gets a little bit too like excited about the fact he can fly flies too close to the sun wax melts he dies and I feel like on a side note like how creepy are all of these like stories that we're told and even if you think about like some fairy tales they're actually like kind of freaky and creepy <laughs> but I guess like the whole point of them is not actually what happens but the moral of the stories which is all good but I feel like as a child you can't really understand that like I remember as a child hearing stories and they're terrifying and especially when you hear like the originals of a lot of the fairy tales they're like not as nice as Disney has made them and I unfortunately was one of the children that was gifted a book that told the real fairy tales and they are just terrifying <laughs> but anyway that's on a complete side note from this topic regardless we're going back to the story about the feathers and the wings and the flying too close to the sun apparently that's actually only part of the story and I'm not exactly sure when this story was kind of clipped and we are only told part of that story now but it was done for very good reason and at the time, very good reason, may I add. So this story continues that when he was given the advice, the father was giving the son the advice not to fly too close to the sun, which is what we all know the advice was. There was also a second part to the advice, and this advice is actually just as important. However, it was left out, and we'll get into why in a moment. The second part of the advice was actually... Also, do not fly too low, otherwise the mist and the fog will weigh down your wings and you'll surely perish. Now, that is also an incredibly important part of the story, wouldn't you agree? Like, yeah, don't fly too high because the wax might meld, but also don't fly too low. Because flying too low also leads to a whole bunch of other problems. We kind of have to be like reaching for the stars, but never letting that ego mind of ourselves take us too far that we, you know, suddenly think we're invincible. But we also shouldn't fly too low, so we're too influenced by other people and the negative opinions of the masses. So part of the reason why this advice was actually left out of the story that we hear today is because once factory workers and jobs essentially were created, because there was a time that jobs weren't even a thing, but once they were created, there was a mass uproar of employees not complying. 
right? So people were used to their freedom. They were not used to jobs. They were not used to having to sit in a factory or whatever the job was that that person was doing and having to comply and listen and pee when they were told and eat when they were told and go home when they were told and be there when they were told. So they had this huge issue with all of these workers not working that well. And I'm sure this story isn't like the only thing that came to play, (laughs) but it was part of the picture. Um, But that's also how they then invented the public school system where from a very, very young age, it is drilled into us that the dream is to work, study, job, retire. That's the dream, right? And we're drilled in that through our entire upbringing. And then on top of that, we are conditioned to listen to bells and to listen to schedules and to, um, you know, be used to this daily routine, Monday to Friday, wake up, go to work, um, pee when you're told, you know, eat when you're told, learn when you're told, go home when you're told. And essentially, we're basically just being breeded to be incredible employees. And for a time, this system was incredible, right? This system worked. However, now we're moving into a phase where this system is a little bit broken because the way that the world operates today isn't the way, way that it works back you know, 20, 40, 100 years ago or whenever, right? I'm, I'm totally getting my timelines off, by the way. Like, I don't even know the details of the timelines, but just, you know, it was a while ago. It was before any of us were kind of lurking around. Let's just put it that way. And um, by the way, who else is like, does this blow your mind? Because it totally blows my mind. I think this is just like such an awesome thing to hear. And I think because a lot of times we hear these concepts of, you know, like, hey, like, we're just conditioned to think this way, like, you know, you can do it, and hearing things like it's bad to be different is totally just like what we're conditioned to believe, and blah, 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 like, we're told all of these things, but when we actually start to look back, and we can see the actual logical pattern of why and how these things developed, it makes complete sense, right, so it kind of like, I love learning about this stuff, and talking about this stuff, and I'd love for you to hit me up on Instagram, or Facebook, or my website, or wherever you fancy finding me, and let me know, like, let me know, um, respond to my um, podcast, or send me a message, or comment on one of my pics, like, let me know what's up, like, let me know if this blows your mind, and if this is interesting for you, and kind of what you're taking away from it as well, because I always love to hear that feedback as well, you have no idea, like, I love giving this value. It like brings me so much joy. And that joy like multiplies by a billion when I get a message from someone or hear feedback about how someone else is applying it or how it's implementing them. But yeah, that's a total side note as well. As you know, I'm a side story lover. (laughs) I just can't help myself. But yeah, so Back to what I was saying, um, you know, it's really interesting to hear these things and it is so important for us to actually take these things on board and use them to reprogram ourselves because we're living in a society where we've been conditioned since birth to think the way that we do. So you can't be hard on yourself. You know, you can't be like, damn, like it's going to be so hard. Like, why am I like this? La da 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 da. Like, why do I um, self-sabotage? Why do I, um, like, why am I scared of failure? Why am I scared of judgment? And it's actually because the system that we're a part of in this world has actually conditioned us to be that way. And that's not at all from like a conspiracy theorist or anything like that direction. It's literally just because that's 
what, um, you know, that's the way the world is right now. And it, it was not a bad thing. It, it still isn't necessarily a bad thing. However, it is not in favor of us moving into that highest fulfillment of what we're meant to experience on this earth, right? And we're capable of that. So, I mean, we can live an okay life. We can live a good life, as we talked about last week in episode um, five with Freya. We can for sure live an okay or good life if we want. But if we want that extraordinary life, if we want that life that just makes us like tear up with excitement when we think about how cool it is and that like heart swelling, happiness, excited, absolute fulfillment feeling within our life, like that we have to create ourselves and we have to move away from that conditioning. Part of that conditioning as well is actually, like I just mentioned before, like that fear of judgment and the fear of failure and all those sorts of things. And it also goes back to like our evolution. So, you know, there was a time when if we were out in the wild, like a saber-toothed tiger would eat us. And, um, you know, if we ever got banished from our tribe, we would die because people couldn't survive on their own. They needed a tribe. And today, though, that is something that's completely different. That does not threaten our life anymore. And I actually heard this on a podcast today, writer's block you know the uh, that whole feeling that a lot of people get and writer's block I think translates into a whole heap of different things as well like for me it's poster's block like I don't even know what to post on social media like I can't think of anything probably at some point I'll get it with my podcast like I won't even know what to share on my podcast or I won't know who to interview you know I'm sure that will happen to me at some point but also it moves into other areas like you don't know what the first step is if you want to change your life you know you're just like overthinking it and like getting into this super crazy um, moment in your mind where you know you want to take the first step and you're essentially ready to take the first step but then you get to actually taking that step and you like freak out because either you can't think of it or suddenly you're distracted by like a million other projects or fear sets in or you know any of these types of things like I think it um, relates to across the board actually comes from this evolutionary conditioning of not wanting to be different or stepping out of the circle because we possibly could get banished by our tribe and we will die alone in a forest. (laughs) You know, it sounds ridiculous when we hear it like that in terms of today's world, but there was a time in our evolution where that was very, very real, you know? So, uh, ain't gonna happen, honey. You'll be fine. Your tribe won't banish you. And if the your current tribe banishes you, I promise you there will be another tribe just waiting to embrace you, waiting to cheer you on. And for one, you can find a tribe like that in my Abundant Babes community on Facebook, which you can find very easily by just searching Abundant Babes, a home for the visionary, all visionaries allowed, completely high vibe space. Um, If you need anybody to cheer you on in life, come over. We'll support you. (laughs) Um, I'm definitely an encourager of all dreams, massive and big. So yeah, that's really the short and simple message that I wanted to share with you. And I talked about the at the beginning of the podcast as well, a little bit about manifestation. And now I'm kind of inspired just on the spot, actually, like I only just thought of this right now. But I'm kind of inspired to share a little bit more about that. So I don't know where you are with your manifestation journey, as in you don't even know what the word manifest means to I'm a manifester pro and I just like manifest earth and I want, (laughs) which either of the scale 
congrats. Like, you're doing awesome. Oh, and I also wanted to say, just on another quick side note slash backtrack, congratulations. Like, you're here right now listening to the, this podcast and how I talked about before, the evolutionary conditioning and like this lifetime of being told to think a specific way and to react a specific way to our environment you actually right now by listening to this podcast and whatever other podcasts you're listening to are reprogramming that so don't get down on yourself about the fact that you still have work to do you know cheer yourself on for the fact that you're actually changing and every single moment every single day that you choose to do something for yourself and grow your mind and you know increase your understanding that is freaking gold and you will see such massive shifts in your life in the short term but most dramatically in the long term like you know if you continued on the path that you were continuing on I don't know exactly what that is for you but I'd say for the majority of people it looks like 40 years of a job and then retirement, if they're lucky enough to be one of the few people who actually end up keeping their job in today's economy, um, you know, with possibly owning a home, maybe if you're lucky, a boat, um, and probably looking back on life with quite a lot of regrets of things you wish you would have done. Or the alternative, of course, is if you start making these shifts, like the opportunity that awaits you is literally unlimited. You have no idea what it could bring you, but if it sounds better to take a chance than to go for the other option if that's not for you then baby it's all worth it and congratulations so there you go there's my little like spiel on that you guys are awesome I love you thank you for being here Ah, gratitude like love bombs shooting at you right now Uh, (laughs) I'm such a dork sometimes but I'm hoping that someone else out there loves me for it and is just as silly as me (laughs) But back to manifestation. So if you don't know what manifestation is, essentially it is just creating your reality. And of course, this is so multi-layered. Like you've heard me talk about this on other podcasts, and I'm sure the topic will be looked at in way more detail in future podcasts. Essentially, we are here to create our own reality. And of course, all of these spiritual dynamics come in, like we co-create. I um, definitely prefer that term than to create everything on our own because um, in my belief and my understanding of what we create, you know, um, it's a co-creation for sure with higher, um, energies and higher sources. So it is the idea that we are able to choose how we want to live our life rather than just react to everything happening in our life. And it's this whole concept of life happening for us rather than to us, right? Way more empowering to think of it that way. And for those of you that are actually pro-manifestors, like, get on my group, get on the comments, and start giving us some of your best manifestation tips, because I would love to hear what you guys do to manifest. Um, What I wanted to share specifically is I find a lot of people get hung up on manifestation because of a couple of things, and I wanted to clear these up for you so you can start manifesting a little bit more instantly. Like, I personally think I'm a freaking epic manifester. I manifest things so easily, and the more that I realize this and the more that I step into this flow and, you know, I'm manifesting maybe a small thing like a ripe avocado... you know, that perfect avocado, nothing quite beats it. Or, you know, this house that we're um, able to stay in the thunder lightning storm or um, trips away, new laptops, like you name it. All of these little things that I'm able to manifest gives me more 
energy and momentum and like forward force, I suppose, to manifest all the bigger and amazing, amazing things in my life. So one of the first things with that is a complete faith and trust in the fact that you're able to do it. And I know that this one's quite hard. I remember when I was like listening to podcasts and audiobooks and I was hearing this advice, like just have faith that's going to happen. It's like, okay, but how the frick do you do that? Because it's not like it's an easy thing to just be like, okay, cool. I now believe in myself. I now believe I'm capable of manifesting anything. And that's why I say as well, sometimes it's great to start with small manifestations just to show to yourself that you're capable of doing it. The first place I started with manifestation was actually with parking spaces. So I would manifest or I would, you know, be on my way somewhere and I would set an intention to find a park directly outside where I was going. And I would also visualize it. I personally am a very, very visual person. So for me, visualizing really helps. All visualization is, is literally imagination. So I would just like fast forward myself and my imagination to 30 minutes ahead or however long it would be until I got there. And I would just imagine myself with a free park right outside, pulling up and just like sweet, easy, having a park. And I would do that technique as well, which for me very works very, very much. Others, you might find that you are more like an emotional person. You might find that you're more like just like the sense of knowing this strong, like I know I'm going to get it. Um, and some of you might be more um, just like thinking about it and letting the words go through your head, like with an affirmation or whatever. And then others will be a whole combination. Like I personally am a combination of all of them. <laughs> so I like to do them all and it comes easy for me as well. Um, and some days I'm feeling some aspects of it more. But that's how I started out. I would start out with just car parks. And this was before I even understood that we could manifest bigger things in our life as well. This was just kind of that knowing that, yeah, you know, law of attraction 101, if you, you know, think something up, you can create it. And there's so many more layers to that, of course, but that's the very, very basic concept of it. So that's how I did it. And then as I started applying it to other areas of my life, I did it with more confidence because I knew I could do it in some areas. Where I was finding that I was having personal hiccups and I wasn't able to manifest as well, or I wasn't seeing the results that I expected is really at the aspect of where I limited myself. So a car park, I knew I could do that. So I had complete faith and trust that I could do that, right? Like I was like, meh, car park, easy. Like it's not like it's hard. Cars pull out of car parks every day and there's a new one, you know, or every five seconds, probably a car's pulling out of a car park close by and then, you know, whatever. So I thought that was a relatively easy one. I, in my own mind and my own experience, decided that it was easy to manifest a car park. But let's say manifesting a, you know, pay rise or a new client or um, a TV role or whatever was harder. That's kind of like how I put it in my mind. So um, let's say for an example, a new client, I was like, that's hard because, you know, not many people have the money or, um, you know, uh, how, how are people going to find me or everyone that follows me right now already knows about me and none of them are wanting to hire me right now. Like I would make up these stories in my head, right? This is a very, very basic example, but I'm just trying to put it into perspective. Um, so I would make up the stories about what was true about that situation. And so, 
as you can tell, I had two very, very different thought processes when it came to finding a car park versus finding a client. And actually, real life story, I've done this, I've done this manifestation process as well with healing my own health issues. So it was the same thing. There was times in my life where I thought it was impossible to heal the health issues I had. And there was times in my life where I completely thought it would be easy to heal the health issue that I had. And both times, guess what? I was right. (laughs) And it goes back to that saying, I think Henry Ford might have said it, don't quote me on that. But the quote goes, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. It is so freaking true. I've never seen anything true in my life. So here I am back, you know, manifesting my client, let's say. And I'm not seeing the results that I expect, like no clients signing up to me. And I'm sitting here baffled because I'm like, but I'm visualizing them and I'm blah, 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 blah. And then really though, I've just been waiting for a moment, like on a very, very subconscious level, I'm waiting for a moment to be like, oh, see, I knew I couldn't do it. See, I was right all along. It is hard to manifest clients. So it was almost like I didn't want to prove myself wrong by manifesting that client because I already decided that it was going to be hard. (laughs) And so as soon as I became aware of that, and I thought, shit, like there are actually areas in my life where I'm telling myself that it's hard. And when you actually look at the facts of how um, manifestation works on like a more energetic and scientific style level, it is actually the same amount of energy to manifest a car park as it is to manifest a million billion jillion dollars. If that's a thing, I don't know. (laughs) And so there is no difference energetically in manifesting that. It is literally just limited by what you tell yourself you're capable of and you believe that you're capable of. So once I realized that, I was like, that's it. No more freaking playing small. I know that I'm capable of manifesting because I can manifest a car park. And if I can manifest a car park, I can manifest anything else, right? So it was like pep talking myself. And I mean, for me, it probably happened a little bit slowly. In hindsight, it happened quickly because I feel like when you're in the moment, it always feels like it's taking longer. But when I look back, I'm like, man, I, you know, I learned that stuff quick. Um, But so, you know, you have to have patience with it. You can't be like, oh, it's not working. Like I haven't manifested this because if that's what you say, and you know, this is, you probably will at some point have that experience. So I'm just forewarning you that this is actually the cue for you to be like, okay, this is proof that I haven't actually believed it on a deep enough level. Because if you fully 100% believed it was coming to you no matter what, why would you show any level of impatience or doubt towards that manifestation or that goal if it wasn't there in the expected time frame that you thought it would? You know, it's not there in 24 hours, like you suck at manifesting, or it's been a month and you still haven't seen it. Things will come to you in perfect timing that's designed to come to you. And yeah, we can look back at the strategy. Maybe we weren't asking for it the correct way, or maybe there's like little tweaks we can do and all that kind of stuff. But on a very basic broad spectrum level of what you need to look at for yourself when it comes to manifestation is how tuned in to the fact that you trust no matter what it's going to come to you, are you? And when you can get yourself to that level, things will freaking shift. Honestly, just believe me, it'll be so amazing. And then on that note, it kind of like plays, it's not really a second thing. It's kind of something that ties into everything that I've already been talking about when it comes to manifestation. Your most powerful tool is your emotion. Because here's the thing, 
words are actually our poorest form of communication. (laughs) And I know that sounds really funny because we use words to communicate everything, but it's just like, you know, when you see a sunset or you've achieved a goal or it's that like feeling of falling in love or any of those kind of um, special moments in your life, how can you put them into words? And how you describe it would be different than what I would describe it versus the next person, right? So words are really subjective for one. And secondly, words don't really describe what we feel and what we know within us as well as that actual feeling has. Like if we could transfer that feeling to someone, that would explain 10 times better what we mean about something versus how we try to use our words to explain it, right? So our energy and our vibes and our emotions are actually way better communicators in terms of clarity around what it is we're trying to communicate. And in this particular case, I want you to pay special attention to your emotions because your emotions actually have the highest vibrational pull towards things in your life. So if your emotions are on point, you're going to be, well, really any emotion actually for that matter. If you think about any emotion that you have, whether it's happiness, sadness, disappointment, failure, like I guess failure is not really emotion, but the emotions that come along with failure, (laughs) I hope you know what I mean, Um, success, like any of those types of things. When we're in that feeling of those emotions so we're therefore creating this frequency and this vibration around us that's actually calling in more of those experiences in our life right again you probably have heard similar things talked about when it comes to the law of attraction yes all correct stuff and when it comes to manifestations and when it comes to goals one of the most important ways and I guess like the quickest way that you can create a manifestation is by stepping into the emotion of already having created what it is that you want and so therefore life turns into this completely different feeling and this energy because no longer are they things that you want because just quickly so you're aware of this wanting something will attract the energy of wanting it not the thing itself all right, wanting something attracts the energy of wanting that thing, not the thing itself. So if you're constantly like, I want this and I want that and I want this and this would be great in my life and I, why haven't I got that? You're actually manifesting the energy of wanting those things rather than those actual things, right? So um, we have to make sure that we're not always in the state of seeing things outside of ourselves. We're not always seeing things as a future part of us. We're actually seeing them as our current present state. And we shift our energy and we shift our emotions and we shift our focus to not the fact that we want those things in our life, but the feeling of already having them. And you know, we let ourselves, you know, our imagination run completely wild and allow those feelings to actually physically make a difference in our body. So it's like, if you have a goal that really excites you, like, you'll know that the emotions are working when your body physically starts to change position. Like you might be hunched over in the chair at the start, and then you start thinking about this goal. And all of a sudden, you feel like you can't stop smiling, and your shoulders broaden. And like, you're getting goosebumps. And you're like getting this like butterfly feeling in your stomach. And you might get hot and flustered and excited. And all of those signs 
are your body reacting to the energetic shift that's happening in your body. How cool is that? It just gets me so excited because everyone can relate to that. You know, like if you think about being really sad, you'll probably notice that your shoulders hunch and you lean forward and you kind of make yourself small. Whereas if you think of yourself being proud and excited and happy, you open up, right? The opposite thing happens. And it's because our emotion and our physical being are so related and that together they're creating the energy of what we're attracting more of into our lives. Cool, eh? Ah, I'm just like saying this stuff and I'm still getting wowed by it. Like This is stuff that I've been learning about, embodying, applying for so long and I still get freaking excited about it because I feel like every time I talk about it and every time I hear more about this, I, you know, I understand it on a deeper level. And that's the same thing that you'll find is like, you know, some of this stuff might be stuff that you heard before, but if you're listening with an open mindset and a beginner's mindset and a mind that's hungry for growth, you will be able to take yourself to the next level of manifestation and the next um, higher vibrational frequency, which is what the coolest thing is. Like we have unlimited capability of growth in our lifetime. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so really, those are the two things that I find keys in my personal manifestation. And as well, you know, what I recommend to my clients and what I recommend to all of you is have that absolute faith and trust, you know, and you do that by training yourself, you know, create awareness around how you're speaking around your goals, you know, you're no longer going to say you want your goals, you're no longer going to be impatient. And if they're not showing up, think that it's not for you. It's not because you're not capable of manifesting it. It's just for whatever reason, it is not there right now, you know, and that's beyond you, possibly, particularly when we're looking at it on this, you know, just very baseline level. And then really get your emotions into it. Like, if you even skip every other step when it comes to manifestation, all you focus on is like the energy of having manifested it and let those emotions like play through your body, then you're already stepping like into a parallel dimension where you already have your goals. So your whole subconscious mind, your whole being, your whole energetic field changes for you to be able to have more of that type of life with within your experience, you know, so that's the coolest thing ever. I I don't know how many times I've said that on this podcast, but this kind of stuff gets me so fired up. It is just mind blowing amazingness that I love, love, love sharing with you. So I'm going to wrap up there, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a return podcast listener. Thank you for being a new podcast listener. I so appreciate you. I love you. I So thank you for your energy and commitment as well. I would be so grateful as well if you give my podcast a rating. And if you leave a comment as well, get in touch with me. Let me know how this all resonates with you. Let me know what you learned. Tag me in your post. Tag me in your Insta stories if you screenshot this and post it up. And with all my love, I'll be seeing you next week for another interview series. Goodbye, everyone. Have a beautiful week. Mwah.